Introducing Graduan's latest initiative, the Graduan Go podcast, where Team Graduan meets with the brightest minds from corporate Malaysia. Join us every week as we'll be talking everything from your first job to life outside of work and how you can make the most of your career. Only on the Graduan Go podcast, available on Spotify and more. Hi everyone, I'm Karisma from Team Graduan and right now you're tuned into our second session of the day, which is a webinar session with Telecom Malaysia. If any one of you watching right now is wondering how you can thrive in your career journey, because as we all know, today's job market is very competitive, you are tuned into the right session. So Telecom Malaysia will be sharing on how to thrive in your career journey. So also later, if you have any questions you would like to ask the speaker, do leave your questions in the chat box because they will be giving out prizes to 10 lucky viewers that ask the questions. So if you want the prize, you have to ask, okay? Even I have no idea what the prizes are. Also, I'm pretty sure everyone saw the poster before we started the session. Don't forget to vote for Telecom Malaysia as Malaysia's most preferred employer at Grodan Brands Award. All right, so before I introduce you to our speaker for today, let me share you a video on Digital Malaysia. Behind every moment is the unseen power of connection. Far below, over 300,000 kilometers of submarine cables enable Malaysians to ride a rocket of data to new worlds thanks to virtual reality. Just like this old man. Who are you calling old? Oops, sorry, Ah, Okay, where was I? Right. Submarine cables, they do a lot. Like power e-commerce to give local delicacies the global recognition it deserves. That's a lot of recognition. Mm-hmm. A few passes here, a few passes there, and... Hmm. Look at all that made in Malaysia goodness. These same cables stream everyone's favorite live and on-demand HD content, so it can be accessed anytime, anywhere. Even when things get complicated. Hey, man up, bro. Meanwhile, our Warga Tihem health utility companies from within data centers manage all of our water supply. So these little kids can keep being kids. Hey, water is not free, okay? They also keep our health data stored safe and secure so we can stay healthy even from home. How are we feeling today? <laughs> feeling pretty good. Bye, Alhamdulillah. Hello, <laughs> While the Internet of Things let us cook up all kinds of wonderful things. Oh, we may need to invent a robot to clean up this mess. And throughout homes across the country, over 600,000 kilometers of our domestic fiber cables connect Malaysians to all of their internet providers. So young minds like theirs get closer to a brighter future every day. 
in a world where progress belongs to everyone. Wow, that was a pretty interesting video. So I think you guys will also want to know who is the speaker for today, right? All right, now let me introduce you to our speaker for today, Puan Sarina Abu Bakar, the Chief Human Capital Officer of Telecom Malaysia. Hi, Puan Sarina, how are you today? I'm good, Karisma. Uh, Thank you for having me. All right, that's great. I think everyone's already excited to hear about your presentation. So without further ado, I'll pass the floor to you, Puan Sarina. All right, thank you. Thank you, Karisma. Assalamualaikum and good morning, everyone. My name is Sarina and I lead human resources for Telecom Malaysia. Uh, very happy to be with all of you this morning. We have a very interesting topic, how to thrive in your career journey. And before we go there, I also like to take a step back to look at what are the contemporary yet uh, enduring skill sets uh, that will help you to be more successful as you embark on your career journey. But before we start there, let's have a quick snapshot looking at you know, what uh, TM Malaysia uh, is about. Let me introduce TM Malaysia to you, right? Uh, uh, TM Malaysia, Telecom Malaysia, is in the telecommunication uh, industry. Uh, we are a technology company. We provide uh, fixed connectivity, your internet, your data, your voice. We provide uh, mobile connectivity, content, uh, cloud, and data center. Uh, customers that we serve are wide and varied. We, we have about 2.9 million homes. TM also serve about 400,000 small, medium uh, enterprises, about 14,000 large corporations, federal and state government and agencies. We also provide uh, connectivity to 11 Malaysian telcos and more than 500 international telcos globally. Uh, TM, at TM, we are powered by 19,000 employees. We, are, we proudly call ourselves Warga TM. Now let's look at you know how TM connects to the rest of the world. Uh, we have six regional offices globally, and we have more than three hundred thousand kilometers of submarine cables uh, worldwide. And we have uh, collaborations, partnerships with some of the global players globally. And by doing this, enable Malaysians easier, faster access to the content. And by having this tool, it opens up much more opportunities in business, education, and entertainment, and other digital uh, possibilities. Now, let's look at um, some of the things. All right, let's go to the next slide. Okay. Uh, this is how we connect uh, Malaysia to the world. Let's go to the next slide. Can you move to the next slide? Hmm, can we go to the next slide, please? All right, somehow it gets stuck, huh? Let me share my screen, maybe. 
Would it be better? All right. Okay. Let's go to the next slide. Okay. There are many things that we are very proud of at Telecom Malaysia. And I like to single out on education. Let me share my screen then. Yeah? Can you go to the next slide, please? All right, let's stay here for a while. Um, you know, um, PM, we focus on education. This is how we say we make lives better. And since 1994, TM has been granting or um, uh, giving scholarships and financial assistance to more than 10,000 uh, achievers in Malaysia. And we're proud to say that 80% of these high achievers are from the B40 uh, group in the country. Apart from focusing on students, we also focus on our very own employees. And more than 2,000 employees have been given financial assistance to further their studies from diploma level into degree level and from bachelor's degree into master's, from master's into PhD. We also work with the schools, uh, adopt schools, work with teachers, work with students uh, to promote science, technology, uh, engineering and math uh, initiatives, the STEM initiatives. Uh, various programs that TM has to promote education in Malaysia. We also take um, interns into the organization. Uh, huge internship opportunities, not just from Multimedia University, which is a, a Telecom Malaysia University, but also all other universities in Malaysia locally and also abroad. And uh, Telecom Malaysia also participates and get involved in government unemployed graduate initiatives. We are very proud that, you know, since 2020, almost 4,000 graduates have benefited or have been trained in our TM elite programs. Some of our efforts um, have been recognized as we make community better, as we make life better. Uh, TM is one of the employer of choice in Malaysia. These are some of the accolades or recognitions that we received in the last one year. We are graduate choice uh, employer. We are also employer of choice uh, for talents in Malaysia. All right, now let's look at our very uh, topic this morning, how you can thrive in your career journey. Uh, opportunities don't happen, you create them. Um, you know, I've never met anyone who has an uh, instant uh, success. Um, you know, you need to intentionally and deliberately chart your career to be successful. Future is uh, what you make uh, today. Yeah? You need to start building your career intentionally and deliberately. Now, let's look at some of the skill sets. I mentioned earlier on um, some of the skill sets that we have today, they're not only contemporary, but they're going to be enduring. I put two skill sets at the top here. It's not just for graduates, but also for talent seeking for jobs, right? Um, two top uh, skill sets that I say very pertinent, very contemporary, is about learning agility. When you look at technology, technology evolves so fast at a very rapid rate of change, right? 
the skills that you have today, the skill sets that we acquire today can easily be obsoleted in the near future. So the ability to learn is very important. The ability to latch on uh, new knowledge, new skill would be very, very critical. So how do we uh, assess or how we, do we look at whether we are learning new things or uh, whether we are learning new things? One of the things that I do when, in, when I interview people or when I talk to graduates, when I talk to talent, I would be asking them things like, uh, what have you learned? Uh, what are the new skill sets that you learned in the last six months? This would be things like, hey, I learned to cook. Um, I learned to fix my car. I learned to fix my kids' uh, toys, etc." It is very difficult when you talk to someone and you ask this very same question and, um, you know, it came out blank. So it, learning agility or the aptitude of learning, curiosity uh, to learn new things would be very, very critical as technology evolves and skill sets fused. Fusion of skill sets happens uh, very fast. The second part is about business acumen, I would call it. Know your industry, know your technology, and have some digital literacy. Uh, what does digital literacy mean, right? Have some basic understanding of computer science, AI, cloud, etc. This is not about being a programmer or a developer. This is about having basic understanding of what digital means and how they work. Um, this would be very important because these are the lingo today, right? Being in your day-to-day -day life and more important so at the workplace. The, the other four skill sets or behaviors, I would call them very enduring, right? Um, these are the soft skills. And sometimes people say these are the soft skills that, that are already the hard skills. Critical thinking. Critical thinking is about the ability to analyze data, trends, um, uh, things that is happening around you, and effectively break down, break them up in the order, a simple order that enable you uh, to solve problems and provide solutions, right? Looking beyond the data, beyond the trend, try to put a, 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 formula, a formula behind them and effectively break them up into smaller modules that are clear and easy for us to solve a problem. Uh, communication skills, you heard enough about communication skills. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I always say language is just a perantaraan, right? The ability to think clearly and manifest that, take it out into uh, clear oral communication or, or written communication is a skill that's needed at workplace. The ability to articulate and make things clear would be very important if we want to achieve things fast. And to communicate well, we know very well, we need to listen well, right? The ability to listen, to digest information, to pay attention to what people say, that enable us to grasp the information better and hence, you know, help us to communicate better. Last but not least, uh, two more skill sets that I think very important for talent are uh, being collaborative. 
being collaborative is about uh, bringing everybody together, work well in a team. Everybody would want to work with people who, um, you know, can create that meaningful uh, team um, environment that they can feel that they could win with this person. So being collaborative is very important, is about understanding how the team dynamic works, uh, is about understanding the ecosystem and how to make things work to solve problems. Last but not least, leadership. People who take risks and come forward and lead and uh, help to make things happen. Now let's look at career. Our next slide on career. Career development. Um, I've never met any successful people who are not good at what they do, right? To be good in our career, we need to have some proven uh, performance track records, yeah? We need, we need to be good at what we do, uh, proven track records, and couple that with skills, experience, and good behavior. This can uh, give us a, a leap into having a continuous career growth, right? And uh, if you look at uh, successful people, uh, not only they have good track records, but they also have specific skill sets that, that is needed in their industry, in their organization, and they uh, back that with relevant experience. And to put it all together, they have the behavior um, that enable them to be successful in the long run. Let's talk more about this in the next slide. Uh, thriving in your career, I put in a few things, and you would, you, you know, you would encounter many more. But I call, I pick this up and call this out as uh, some of the things that we can do better to be successful in our career. Number one, I put it enhancing your cycles of learning. We know very well what we know today, our skill sets of today, can be obsoleted in the coming years. Yeah, that's how technology evolved. Uh, that's also how skill sets fused, yeah? Uh, unlike in the past, unlike in the past, say, for example, if you are a recruiter at HR, we have a job that is called rec recruiting, recruiter, um, seeking talents for the organization. In the past, recruiter would be someone who could uh, post the JD into LinkedIn, for example, or job board, interview people, hire people, etc. But nowadays it's very different, right? Because technology has evolved. Now you have AI that screen the resume. You have AI that screen the video interview. So the recruiter needs, some, needs to have some basic knowledge of digital, of how things work, right? And, um, you know, now also um, the, the how our... Um, job seekers go to uh, the web, go to internet to look at for, um, you know, the JD, etc. The recruiter also needs to develop the skill sets of marketing, right? a, bit of, a, a bit of marketing skill sets. How do I put my job? How do I put my JD? Just like an advertisement that goes to a specific segment of talents in the market. So you see, if originally from just a recruiter, this person's skill set now has evolved into digital, not just digital recruitment, digital hiring, but also digital marketing. 
So enhancing your cycles of learning is about recognizing this change. Um, first of all, take a step back, understand, you know, what do you like to do, uh, what you're good at. Maybe at this stage, quite difficult for you to, to determine that. Uh, and, you know, once you know a little bit what you like and what you want to do, intentionally plan to get there. What do I mean by intentionally plan to get there? It's about understanding what's happening around you. And if, the, if your roles, you know, the skill sets are evolving, make sure you enhance your cycles of learning. Go and learn uh, that skill set. And then after one year or so, move on to learn another skill set. And you improve that cycles of learning and accumulate that skill set over, over the years. You know, a good example, right? Um, in the old days when, you know, somebody say, I want to be a CHRO, for example, then we would tell the talent, um, you know, go and learn um, how to hire people, how to develop people, how to retain people, how to engage people, how to excite people, etc. But those are not, um, you know, the only things that you need to know now, because like I said, the skill set has evolved and the role skill sets have fused, the fusion of that skill set, right? The same thing when somebody say, hey, I want to be a CFO. In the past, we say, okay, you need to know uh, corporate restructuring, for example, and if it is a public listed company, you need to know investor relations, um, you need to also know how to work with banks to get funding, um, you do M&A, et cetera. So just, just be aware that, you know, a lot of these things are evolving. So some new skill sets are coming up. So for you, um, you know, my advice is to always enhance your cycles of learning, learn new things over a period of time. Uh, the second one is about work hard and solve problems, provide solutions. I've never met any successful people who did not get there um, without working hard. You know, uh, I never chat my career, never chat my career. I just work well. I work hard. I work well. And um, I solve problems. I give solutions. I get noticed and I continue to grow. Right. And if you look at our career development uh, model in the previous slide, it's always about proven track records. Uh, when we have, um, when we consistently perform in our role, we have, we, we do well in our role, uh, we consi consistently deliver, we become a reliable or trusted partner, people want to have us in their team, right? So that's proven track record. And uh, it doesn't come without that hard work, it doesn't come without the ability to solve problems and provide solutions. Sometimes you work very hard, yeah, uh, but we didn't get the outcome. Uh, that happens to everyone. Sometimes we get stuck, get help, right? Because if we continually work hard without getting results, it will uh, demotivate us. So work hard, solve problems, uh, provide solutions, and get help if we are if if our career or if the work that we do not leading us. Uh, to a proven track, to, to a consistent delivery or good track record. 
The other piece that I'd like to talk about, and I'd like you to ask me questions on this later, uh, be resilient, and I add there, <clears throat> always move forward. Be resilient is about bouncing back when you have uh, setbacks. Um, I've met many successful people, <clears throat> and all of them, all of them have setbacks in their career. Uh, what does is, what is a setback look like? Uh, you know, when you started working, you would notice sometimes your boss gives you a project or give you a job uh, with a deadline. Sometimes, you know, you are not able uh, to fulfill or to meet the deadline. And because of the crunch, your boss have to put other people to help you to achieve that. You might not feel good, right? Uh, but, you know, uh, be, be objective. We need to meet the deadline. Uh, be optimistic too. Be positive to the sense that, hey, now I have more people helping me. And most important thing for you is to reflect on, hey, why I didn't get it, um, why I'm, I'm not able to achieve per the deadline, but bounce back from the setback. Because that is just the beginning. Throughout your career, you're going to see many, many more uh, setbacks. Sometimes the organization does a restructuring and you find yourself without a job. So you will try to find other jobs in the organization. That's where, you know, proven track reports is very important. However, at times there's no other jobs in the organization. Then, you know, bounce back from your setback, go out and find another role. Go out of the organization, find another role. Um, it's okay to make mistakes. Again, I've not met any successful people who have not made mistakes. But they, they fail fast and they learn faster. You know, when you're resilient, you bounce back from setbacks. Um, you make mistakes and you learn fast. Uh, you fail fast and you learn fast from the, mis uh, the mistake. It makes you resilient. It makes you stronger. And you can do a lot more things, a lot more difficult things uh, in your career and in your life just because you have gone through the difficulty and you came up uh, a winner. So being resilient is very important. Whatever setbacks that you have, always be optimistic and move forward. I have a mentor. Work for a good company, that is very important. Good company have a lot of programs in terms of talent, in terms of career, in terms of development and career growth, right? So work for a good company, especially for graduates, right? Uh, um, work for a good boss uh, and ask for a mentor. Mentor is someone that gives you another perspective of the things that you do. Um, someone who can guide or navigate your career with you, who can steer you in the right direction, you know, have a good mentor. And, and the other thing is having strategic networking. Let, let me explain what is strategic networking. <clears throat> people, often, <clears throat> people often talk about, yeah, I need to have good networking uh, to do well in my career. Uh, that is very, very true. You know, introduce yourself, make sure people know you. But I like you to look at it uh, more into strategic networking. I, we don't want people just to know you. We want people to know your capability. 
So, you know, say, for example, you want to be in group strategy, you want to do a strategy for the organization. So volunteer yourself, put your hands up when strategy uh, organization looking for people for their projects. Um, say, for example, you want to, to be in finance one day, go to finance and look at some of the projects that they are doing and uh, put your hands up. When you participate in projects, or when you do something new that involves other people, people get to see your capability. Uh, people you, would remember you better and you would have that strategic networking that will help you in your career. Last but not least is about loving your job. I think this is very important. Uh, I have worked now a long years uh, and I found that my job gives me energy. I love what I do. If you reflect back when you're at school or when you're in the university, you find that strong correlation uh, whereby if you love the subject, you do well. If you love your teacher, you'll do well. Your teacher is like your school, uh, your, your teacher or your school. Your teacher, your school is like your boss and your, your company, right? And the subject is like your job. So whenever we do something uh, that are meaningful, um, you know, we feel motivated and the job gives us the energy, gives us the passion. Some people work long hours and get tired. But you'd be surprised, right? Some people work long hours, but the work gives them that energy and passion, right? So it would be, so how to make, how do you assess um, whether what you do is meaningful or not. Uh, look at what you do and how the things that you do align back to the objective of your organization, the objective of your company. There is some alignment in what you do to what the company uh, focuses on, the strategy of the organization. When you see that linkages, that makes your job meaningful. Uh, and say uh, another thing too, avoid doing transactional work yeah, over a long period of time, doing things that are not meaningful, uh, overly transactional over a period of time uh, can damage you as a person, right? So always find that meaning in the job that you do. And once you find that, that's going to create love and passion and energy uh, in the job that you do. It's very important to do this because you're going to spend a big chunk of your time uh, in your work. And, uh, you know, to some people, um, this, is, this is not as healthy, but it, it happens, right? Sometimes people spend more time with their work than with their kids, you know, especially when their kids are older. So make sure you love, you love your job. Find ways to like what you do because when you do it well, that is where success comes in, right? Now, let me go to my last slide. And this is just to, you know, reinforce on loving your job. Um, when you love your job and when your job is meaningful, it gives you, it gives you passion. Uh, it motivates you. It gives you that energy. You know you have found something that you like. And um, this is a, a nice quote that I like. The only way to do a great job 
is to love uh, what you do. And, uh, you know, sometimes being positive, work hard, make it happen consistently will give you uh, that good track record, your understanding of the job that you do. I always say sometimes tak kenal, tak cinta. When you really know your job and it radiates energy, gives you energy, that is where you would find passion and love in things that you do at work. And once you find that, you will be successful in your job. Okay. So that is the last slide that I have. I'm leaving quite a bit of time for you to interact with me and, and ask me questions. I'll be happy to do that. All right. Over to you, Charisma. Yep, that was such a good, good um, sharing session. And I think I would have to agree with you when you said like, um, we have to be open to changes and learning new skills for us to be better. Yep. And also, right? And also like we need to get help when, you know, we need it in order for us to grow. Yeah. And also I like, I like this sentence when, it, when you say it's okay to make mistake because without it, we will never know whether we're on track or not. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so um, we'll move on to the Q&A session. Okay, um, so I have a question. You know, during COVID, everyone moves towards um, technology, right? So do you think changing tech-driven work practices during pandemic time is for good or for the worse? Ah, okay. Uh, th there's constant debate on this, right? Changing the way we work. Uh, during the pandemic, post-pandemic, right? Uh, um, does it work for the employee? Does it work for the company? I think companies need to uh, go to the company first. Companies need to look at what worked for them, right? Uh, in terms of, you know, bringing employees back to the office or uh, allowing employees to work remotely. I think um, we need to look at what works for the organization, um, you know, what the organization wants to achieve. At Telecom Malaysia, we do a three-day, two-day kind of hybrid, three days at the office and two days uh, at home. And, uh, and, and we also encourage managers, you know, to look at some level of flexibility with their employees coming a bit early, finish off a bit later, because, you know, pandemic time, two years is a long time. Uh, people adjusted to the way they work at home, and now we are bringing them back to the office. So what works to the organization, I think is rather distinct to the organization. The organization needs to understand what works for them and uh, because the need is rather distinct. Yeah? And once the organization has decided, uh, the managers also need to look at the individual needs in their organization. Some people need to take a little bit longer time to come back to the office. Some people need a bit more time to adjust to, you know, pre-COVID days. Uh, my my um, advice is, you know, to, to look at that and uh, help employees, you know, to come back to the new normal, but also at the same time, give them time for adjustment. Yep, I agree with whatever you said, Pansarina. All right, so we have, we have um, a question from the viewer. So um, Joshua Faburada asked, 
he said, Hi, Pansarina. I'm actually wondering, throughout your journey with TM, what will be the biggest challenge you face and how do you counter it? And what's the thought process there? Ah, all right. So TM is a big organization, right? And, um, you know, P- TM is the second largest GLC in Malaysia. And... Um, and uh, TM has gone through many uh, transformations. We are going through a three-year transformation. This time is a, a bit uh, wider and deeper. And TM aspires to be a human-centered technology company. One thing that many people may not know, people thought TM is a GLC. TM is also a PLC and driven uh, by the industry, telecommunication technology uh, industry and also by the competitors right so we are a a glc but very much operating like a plc so some of the challenges that i see in the organization uh, is um, uh, moving the employees together in this transformation phase let me explain a little bit more you know, if you look at um, any of the organization, right, and, and we'll talk specifically about TM, we say our strategy is to make sure, you know, we grow our business, uh, we care about our customers, make our customers happy, and our third pillar would be our people. Because you know very well, you can have good strategy, uh, but you need people, you know, capable people to deliver that. And you would have heard about... Uh, you know, um, culture is strategy for breakfast. So people is our biggest differentiator. To achieve what we want in terms of strategy, transformation, etc. my job uh, and my leader's job, uh, my other peers, is to make sure we transform our employees to become, not only to perform, but to transform them to become that execution engine that perform and transform and give us that leap uh, in terms of our business. So what what do we do? Uh, There are multiple things that we need to do, uh, you you know, to make things happen. This is similar in any other organization. We introduce new culture statement. uh, That is, we call it Ini Charakita, hashtag Ini Charakita. And uh, these are 12 bold uh, behaviors, pivoting on we own it, that is about accountability, we innovate, we grow, and we care. Uh, new behaviors. We also have, uh, we double down on performance culture, differentiating on high performer, lower performer, etc. We also introduce agile way of working at the end. Uh, this is very exciting. As things move very fast, we no longer can work in the, in the regular structure, right? We need to restructure so that people work closer in a team whereby they can make decisions very fast and they can deliver very fast. So at TM, we embrace Agile uh, at scale and it's happening now. So we also do, um, you know, simplification of process so that you give time back to your employees, right? Uh, Make sure, because as technology evolves, we keep on adding to our processes. Sometimes we forget to take out from the processes. So we simplify our processes, that's step number one. We also digitize our processes. So digitization is very uh, key to make sure we are able to deliver fast 
And while doing all these things, we are making jobs more meaningful to our employees. They spend lesser time to get more from their work. So those are some of the challenges and the things that we do to overcome them as we go through this three-year transformation journey. All right, Prince Arina. All right, so on to the next question. Um, we have a question from Aisha Osman. Um, she asks, what do you enjoy most about working in Telecom Malaysia? Uh, what I like the best, I think it's the people. Uh, people at TM, uh, we work very well with each other. People are very collaborative. Um, you know, people want to make things happen. People are very productive. Uh, one of the things that we find out here, yeah, every time that we do survey, we ask employees, what do you like about TM? And we consistently, um, you know, receive it back. Hey, I love TM because it provides me, you know, a good friendship. I feel that people care about me. It's a family uh, environment. So I like working at TM uh, because of those. And also the fact that people are very smart. Yeah? Um, people are very smart, I, I find. Uh, we have uh, many uh, TM scholars uh, in the organization. People are very smart. They stay in the job. They learn new skills and they rotate into another role. So it's great to work in an environment that is conducive. People understand each other and people wanting to do a good job and willing to put time and energy to make that happen. That's what I love about TM Malaysia. All right. I, I actually drew, um, I agree with you that um, the working environment we're in, actually, um, it makes us feel like we want to go to work and makes the job easier and makes uh, us love. I couldn't hear you very oh. well. I am so sorry, Pansarina. <laughs> No, I was saying, I was saying that um, the environment that we're in makes us uh, love our job more, yeah. makes our job easier, you know, and make and makes us go um, making us go to work feels like it's not a burden, right? Okay. Um. So, uh, the next question we have is from Nora Alia Atika. She asks, um, "May I know what are your advices to talents or graduates?" who aren't certain with their career path? Mm, okay. Uh, you know, I, I was never certain with my career path. I didn't chart my career. Sometimes I don't know when, when I was working at on, uh, I don't know what I want. Um, and I talked to many people too. And uh, I found many people really not sure of what they want, right? Uh, so, so don't feel, you know, you're, you're the only one. Many people go through this, yeah? My advice is really to understand what are your values? What do you like? What do you like to do, right? Do you like, um, you know, uh, technology? Do you like um, sales? Do you like uh, engineering? You know, do you like... Um, uh, uh, um, some other roles, right? Really understand your values, uh, what you like, your passion in life, um, and also looking at what do you want to achieve from your work? Do you want to be um, successful very fast? 
or you say, hey, career is a long journey. I want to accumulate my cycles of learning to make sure, you know, um, I, I learn enough so that I can uh, grow fast later in my career. So to answer your question short, uh, understand what you want and don't rush. Yeah? I mean, I have, I have a daughter who just started work a year or two ago and uh, she went through the same thing, right? People always go for jobs that they, um, they, they study uh, the, the program that they study at the university. I mean, that is the first step, right? Um, utilizes whatever you learn from the university. That gives you confidence to start your career well, right? And while you work, you would um, understand more about how um, organization works, what kind of job opportunities that you have in the organization. And from there, you would discover more of what you want to do and what is your strength. Always play on your strength and um, always, you know, try to learn new things. But one thing I, will, I always advise people, right? Career is a long journey. Don't rush. Yeah. I mean, you imagine you're going to work for the next 20 years, 30 years, and uh, you're going to arrive to your destination. Maybe you want to be a CHRO, you want to be a CFO, Chief Finance Officer, or maybe you want to be a CEO. That's going to take 20 years, right? At least 20 years for you to reach there. So um, understanding, you know, what are the skill sets required for you to reach that role uh, and the roles in between and start, you know, building that skill set there. So don't worry if you don't know uh, where you want to go uh, at this moment. Start with, you know, uh, working for a job that you learn the, the skills or the knowledge from your university. That would be a good start. And beyond that, be flexible uh, to acquire new skills, new learning. And from there, after some time, you would know what you want. Yeah, I have to agree with that point, Serena, because I was in that situation too after I graduated. I was like, I have no idea what I wanted to do, and I didn't know which career path should I uh, enter. So what I did was I tried uh, new fields, and I, and I see my capability, but can I do it? And then when I know that maybe I can't do it, so I, you know, look for another one. And here I am right now. <laughs> this is definitely not the field that I studied with. Like, I wasn't from this field. But now that I'm in this field, I know that this is my potential. And I would love to focus more on what I'm doing right now. Very good. All right. Very yeah. good. <laughs> okay, so we have another question. Um, we have a question from Muhammad Farid. So he asks, um, what is the one most significant thing that you wish you have done before embarking on your career journey? Mm, okay. I wish I talked to more people. Yeah. Uh, talk to people uh, about, you know, what, um, uh, what um, you, you know, the, the jobs uh, that are possible for the studies that I did in the university. Yeah, open up my options. I think sometimes we have that urgency. We feel that urgency. We need to secure a job. Uh, balance that. Yeah, I'm not asking you to slow down or what. I also at times ask people, you know, just get a a, a job when times are difficult. 
just get a job, you know, and, and start from there. Uh, but balance it, yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't want to create that urgency. You just take any role, any role that come, any job that come uh, your way. So for it, I would say talk to people um, who are doing the job uh, and at the same time really open up the options, yeah. Uh, that um, you know your degree offer you what kind of jobs that you can go into, but uh, the best thing is I was lucky I started with a good organization. Always start with a good organization. That's very important. In good organization, uh, regularly you have you know good systems, good processes, uh, good development plans for their talents, etc. Good culture, and with all that most of the time you have good managers. And this is very important as you start on your career. All right, so um, we'll move on to the next question. We have a question from Adiba Zairul. So she asks, as a human resource chief, what do you look for in a talent? Any skills that make the talent stand out? Ah, okay. <laughs> um, you know, what I look for in a, in a talent, um, I like people who speak up their mind, yeah, because I believe people are smart. I like people who are courageous. Uh, people, who are very, people are very smart, naturally, but they keep a lot of things to themselves. And uh, when things don't happen their way, they say, you know, um, uh, they blame the system or they blame the environment, etc., I, I like to encourage, I like people who are courageous, pick up your mind. Uh, and if people uh, don't accept what you say is okay, you know, but you give the opportunity for yourself, uh, for your opinions and your comments to be heard. So I like courageous people. Um, I also like people who are curious, um, learning agility. You know, people who, who are curious always want to learn new things. Uh, learning agility for me is very important, as I mentioned earlier. Things keep on changing. Uh, if people are not curious to, you know, learn more things, etc., they will be left behind. Uh, another thing that I look for is someone who's optimistic, right? Uh, optimistic about what's happening around them, because there's a lot of uh, things that happen in your life, uh, you know, that could could pull your emotions away. Um, it could pull your energy away, but you need to constantly be optimistic and always move forward. I also like people who are um, invest time in, them, in themselves, you know, people who are active, uh, people who take care of themselves, you know, build that energy, build that fitness, uh, build that knowledge, uh, people who are resourceful. So those are some of the things that I look for um, in, the, in talent. All right. So, Ponsari, now we have uh, two more questions. Are you okay to answer two more questions? Uh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Go so, on. if so, um, the next question is from Nur Shaidatul Shafira. So, she asks, I would love to know what's your thoughts on graduates who's taking free e-certificates online. Would they get selected in job that involves uh, in the online certs? So, for example, um, she has a degree in science, but she loves to learn data, anal data analytics. So, she took the online certificate. So, she just wants to know what's your thought on it. Hmm. 
uh, it depends on the role that you apply for. Yeah? So look at the job requirement, look at the JD. And uh, the JD is usually long, right? Uh, pick up the things that you have that match the requirement of the job. And if that's enough, yeah, you don't have to fulfill all. You know, we don't expect graduates to fulfill all of the job requirements, right? Fresh graduates. So look at the whatever you have learned, the skill sets that you acquire, the skills that you acquire, the knowledge that you acquire, map that with the job uh, requirement. If there's uh, enough match or overlap, then you qualify for the job. In terms of, you know, matching the requirements, uh, apply for the role. I will not be able to, you know, comment deeper on that because it will depend on, you know, the job that you'll be uh, applying for, yeah? But whatever skill sets that we have, yeah, whatever knowledge that we have, look at the job requirement that is being advertised and try to map it. And when you go for interview, these are the things that you would be, uh, you know, confidently communicating to your interviewer, you know, these are the skill sets that I have that match to the job re requirement and the rest, you know, based on my aptitude and my ability to learn, I'll be able to learn it. I'll be able to learn it on the job. All right. So um, on to the last question for today. So this question is from Tia Iman. So she would like to know, may I know how does TM work to upskill and reskill its employees? Mm, okay. Very good question. Very good question. Because you would hear the word on upskill and reskill. Why is that? It goes back to the how things are evolved nowadays, right? Technology evolving, skill sets evolving, roles fusion, right? As technology uh, evolves uh, very rapidly, the change is very rapid, right? You would find some of these skill sets become obsolete. That's the reason why we say when we hire, be it internally, be it externally, we look for that agility of learning. Having said that, we'll, you know, upskill, reskill will be for our existing employees, right? Knowing very well what's coming around the corner. We need to look at trends, what, what kind of technology coming up. And uh, we need to make sure we prepare our employees uh, to have that skill set yeah? um, uh, before it is uh, required. And uh, take Telecom Malaysia, for example. Uh, we are a technology company. Uh, we have a new subsidiary that we call Credence. Uh, it is a digital uh, enterprise. And uh, we want to make sure our employees have that digital skill set. So we embark on upskilling and reskilling. And for those specific skills that we cannot get, internally we go externally to acquire so how do we do upskill and reskill we look at the skill sets that we have in the company we inventorize the skill set right and uh, there are always adjacencies to the skill set those that have adjacencies we upskill and 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 we reskill right so we do inventory inventorize our uh, skill sets that we have in the organization, fully cognizant in terms of what we have, what we don't have, uh, skill sets in the agencies, agencies 
that we do upskill and reskill, those that we cannot find internally, we go externally. So we do a lot of upskill and reskill, and that's how uh, that's how we do it. It's um, it's a, a very intentional and deliberate process, and it continues uh, to evolve, right? And we continually upgrade our inventory of skill sets to make sure we are prepared for the new uh, technology uh, that is around the corner that uh, our, our organizations want to embark on or move towards. And SHR, I need to make sure I prepare the workforce to have such skill sets. All right. So um, with that, that actually marks the end of our session. So before we end, would you like to say a few words, Pansarina? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Charisma. I really appreciate you know, being given the opportunity uh, to talk to graduates. I was there a long time ago, so I understand uh, you know, the, the hunger for more information. Um, workplace is really uh, is like a, a different world, right? To fresh graduates, you don't know what to expect. Having said that, you know, some people are, are very fortunate. They spend a bit of time uh, in, the in some organization and learn, you know, uh, what work life is about, right? But it's totally, it is a, a different world. So my, um, you know, um, my advice uh, to everyone is um, look at your options. Always look at the options that you have. Look at what you want uh, from your work, what you want in your career. Um, always talk to people who have gone through uh, what, you, what, you, what you're going through now. It's good to talk to your seniors and all that make that connection um, and, uh, uh, you know, put it, put this to yourself there, right? As you look for jobs, sometimes you don't land on a job. People, people go to interview, people get interview. You go to interview, you didn't get uh, the interview, you didn't get the job. So always reflect on, hey, why I didn't get the job and be specific about it. Is it about the skill set that I don't have? Or is it about certain behavior that they are looking at, um, you know, um, enhance your, your skills in those areas but always remember sometimes when you wait for the bus the bus didn't come but the next bus that come in is an express bus so be resilient uh, always um, you know uh, continue to equip yourselves with new learning and uh, always move forward I wish you all the best uh, thank you very much, and uh, I hope we have more opportunity to connect uh, in future. Thank you, Charisma. Thank you, Pansarina, and thank you for your time explaining and also answering all the questions from the viewers. Also, just a quick reminder again for everyone watching, don't forget to vote for Telecom Malaysia as Malaysia's most preferred employer at Garadan Brands Awards. And also, um, if you have any inquiries or would like to know more updates on Telecom Malaysia, be sure to follow them on their social medias. So just search Telecom Malaysia on LinkedIn and also my TM group on Facebook. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our webinar session for today. Thank you again, Ponsarina, for a very amazing uh, presentation. So stay tuned for our next session with Rosh which will be happening at 1.30 p.m. today. So go grab your lunch first and come back later for the, for the session. 
All right, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.